Topic Tuesday. I do apologize for my absence last Tuesday, but as you can tell by the intro, we have some interesting topics to talk about. But before we dive into it, I would like to introduce my love, my co-host tonight, Ben. Hello, hello, everyone. All right, consider that your warm welcome. So (laughs) the first topic on the agenda is, have you ever been a side chick or a side dude? So Ben, have you ever been the other man knowingly or unknowingly? Um. It's, I don't know if I was, I don't know if it was, I was the side guy or the other guy was the side guy. I never got clarification on it, on that whole uh, situation. I just kind of left it alone, but um, I've been in a situation where it was multiple people involved where it wasn't really known that that was what was going on or really wasn't understood that that was the intentions of what was supposed to be going on. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been in that predicament, but like I said, I can't, I can't say one way or the other if I was the side guy or side whatever or vice versa. I can't, I can't speak to, I know, I know it wasn't like a full on committed relationship at the time. So I don't know how that, classifies if you will but well in the story you told me you were definitely the side dude (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I was the side dude then Uh, I guess so you were the side dude you were the side dude so uh yeah um so how did that make you feel I mean it was what it was I mean it wasn't no uh No hard feelings behind it. You know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, you make people make their choices. They decide what they want to do. I got a choice whether or not I want to participate or not. And what about you causing another woman to be the side chick, knowing that you were dealing with someone else? I mean, like I said, it's choices. Everybody has choices they want to make. And they gotta. But is it really a choice if you withheld the information? Please speak loudly so the jury can hear you. <laughs> well, I made a choice. Strike that you from know, the record, I'm... Your Honor. Please instruct the <laughs> to answer the question directly. If you withhold the information from the individual, then it's really not a choice that they have. 
True or false? They know, if you let me finish, I was saying I made a choice. They didn't have a choice in the matter because of me withholding information. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, no, they didn't have a choice. But, you know, like I said, what I was getting to is that ultimately choices are made and there's consequences to those choices. And you have to deal with them how you see fit to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever apologized to those women or that woman in particular for taking her choice? Uh, I think, I believe I did apologize for mm-hmm. the, the situation for, for paying, you know, for things going the way that they went. But, you know, like I said, it's, Obviously, after apologies, after all the information was put out there, we obviously went our own separate ways, went on about our lives. Hmm. So I'll answer the question. As a woman, have I ever been the side chick? The answer to that question is yes. Um, When you don't have a choice, you just don't have a choice. And it's unfortunate, but it happens all the time. There's plenty of women who have been side chicks unknowingly, but there always are signs to the fact that you're not getting what you deserve in a relationship. And that's usually an indicator that there's somebody else, whether it be time, whether it be communication. Those are usually some telltale signs. If there's always an excuse, that's also a telltale sign. If they're never around for holidays, that's also a telltale sign. If they pick their kids up from daycare but they ain't got no kids, telltale sign. So there's always signs, but sometimes if you're in love, you'll find yourself in a space of denial. And that's the worst thing you can do. All women have a special gift from God. And that gift is called your women's intuition. We all have it. He gift wrapped it for us and stuck it inside of our spirit. And so often we ignore it. And that's usually that voicing you saying something's not right. That's your discernment kicking in and you ignore it because you want to believe the best in someone or you're just not ready to be without that individual. But regardless of the situation, At some point, every woman can say, if I look back on it and if I really, really think about it, I guess I can be honest with myself and say, I knew that there was a possibility that I was the other woman. It's a hard pill to swallow, but one must digest it. (laughs) So there is a clip and I'm going to pull it up and I want to play it for you. Um, before you do that, before yes. you do that, yes, yes, sir. Good question. Before we skate off to the next little topic, sure, sir. Have, have you ever been the one to have a situation play out where it was two guys and they didn't know about each other? Yes, I have done that. As trifling as it is, I have. Mm-hmm. Next question. 
<laughs> you don't care. I'm sure. I'm sure the jury and all these judges and everybody else would like to hear. You elaborate a little bit further on what what that circumstance was, how that played out. Well, okay. So this was first of all the first story I'm going to tell, and I know you probably like first. So there's more than one. The first story I'm going to tell, I was young, so please, please, please do not hold it against me, but I'm a person that is, I'm an open book, so I'm like, look, it is what it is. Don't judge me, judge your mammy, you know? That's just me. So, but I was young, not to make an excuse for it, but I was young, and um, there was these, <laughs> these two brothers, and... <laughs> One of the brothers was so sweet. Oh my gosh, y'all. He was he was such a sweetheart. I mean, this scenario is why they say good guys finish last. And I'm going to say that good guys finish last when women are immature. Okay, so I'm going to put that out there again. Good guys finish last when the woman they are interested in is immature. Okay, so I was very immature at the time. And... He was such a sweetheart and he was really interested in me. And, you know, I, we weren't in a relationship. So you could say we were in the dating process, but his brother saw his, his brother take interest in me. And honestly, looking back on it, it wasn't that I was just so damn fine that I got brothers fighting on me. I really think it was like a little sibling rivalry type thing. So the badass brother, which was the bad boy, right? Nice guys finish last here. Everybody wants the roughneck. Started showing interest in me as well, but I would ignore him in front of his brother. And then he would circle back when his brother was, wasn't around and try to talk to me. Well, eventually the nice brother found out. He didn't snap at me, but he definitely tried to take his older brother's head off, but he was the older brother, so it was almost like a losing battle. And looking back on it, I feel so bad because now that I'm thinking about it, even in this moment, it was one of those situations where I felt like the older brother always got what he wanted and the younger brother was always snubbed. And the younger brother, the nice guy who was really interested in me, got snubbed it was like okay finally I got a girl that likes me she's interested in me and then here comes my big brother and he swoops in and snatches her right from under me again like can I ever win and I feel so bad about that because I I played a part in that and I feel really really bad about it to this day I really do any more questions Ben uh, well, I mean, I guess we can move on. You said you had two situations, but I guess we can. <laughs> you are the worst. First of all, the other situation is really not as bad as this one. I told you the worst scenario first. So, but in, in, in either scenario, I wasn't in a relationship. So I guess I can't say that there was really a main or, but I, I will say in both situations, I was not completely honest. I was not, you know, I just wasn't transparent about the situation. And that's where I was wrong in, in both cases. And then, of course, because they're two brothers, so that's just fucking trifling. But, but in all cases, you know, 
when you're dating, I know there, the argument is you don't owe anybody an explanation if you're not in a relationship. Some people will go as far as to say, if you're in a relationship, but you're not married, you're still single. I call bullshit on all of those. I think you owe the person you're talking to or dealing with and, and, and taking time from explanations at some point. And that's just my personal take on that. Right, Ben? Absolutely. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go ahead and get into this next topic. I'm going to try and crank up the sound so you guys can hear it and then get into the explanation of what you're hearing. So here we go. Can you hear it? Uh, I was not really playing anything. I can't hear anything. Okay. All right. Let's pause it. If you can't hear it, then that means the listeners will not be able to hear it. So let's try this. How about now? Yep.
All right. All right. I think we kind of got the gist there. Ben, you're still there? Um, okay. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I didn't lose you and all the ratchet. All right. So what you're hearing is Love and Hip Hop's Rashida's mother, Mama Joyce. I believe that's her name. Right? I believe it's Mama Joyce. Oh, no. Maybe Joyce is Candy's mama. I may be getting confused. But anyway, you're hearing Love and Hip Hop's mom, Rashida's mom, and a heated argument with two young women who came into Rashida's store pressed in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, Rashida has a policy. She does not mind taking pictures with you, but you have to purchase something from the store before the picture is taken and it's optional okay so if you want to come in the store just to shop you're free to do that but if your sole purpose is to come in the store and take pictures you must purchase something in order to get your picture right so Ben were you able to hear all that pretty clear oh I mean I heard it I wasn't quite sure what What it was was but I'm okay So I'll go ahead and get my thoughts on the first and you're free to chime in wherever you may. Here's my thought process. And I'm going to try to deliver this and articulate this in a way without cursing because I was absolutely heated when I saw this. All I can think about is me being a black business owner, being out of my store at the time, leaving my mother in charge of my store and two random bitches, see, couldn't even go a sentence, and two random bitches coming up in there and cussing my mother out like that. Like, on God, I got to hunt you down. I got to hunt you down, like, on God. Like, there's no way around that. The woman has a policy. She is on TV, so... Countless of people, countless amount of people will come into that store just to look in her face to say, I saw Rashida and press in Atlanta. Countless amount of people will come in that store just to take a selfie so they can post on their social media to say, I saw Rashida. And a lot of them will come in there just to take a picture just to be messy, okay? Saying they saw Rashida, this, that, and the third. The woman has a simple policy. I don't mind taking pictures with y'all. Y'all can do whatever you want with the pictures. I don't mind taking the pictures. All I ask is that if you come into the store, is that you make a purchase. So let's look at this from a business perspective. Let's say 100 people walk into press that day. And out of 100 people, only two of them make a purchase. Rashida's business is failing based on that alone, because these pictures are free. So her putting that policy into place was A, to keep out the passer-goers who just want to come in and be nosy and take selfies and actually enforce what the purpose of the store is for. It's a boutique. If you go with any boutique, you're gonna you're, your purpose of going in there is to make a purchase, right? So the fact that she said, this is what's wrong with black people. No, no, no. What's wrong with black people is, and let's be clear, y'all will spend thousands, sometimes millions with your oppressor 
but you won't spend $20 in a store at a boutique with your black sister. You want to nickel and dime her and get something for free and, and then use it against her. I bet you won't go in Gucci and try to negotiate with them. I bet you won't go into a Chanel store and try and negotiate with them because when you walk up in that store, you know what time it is. You know these white people ain't trying to bargain with you. Their prices are what they are. Their quality is what it is. You're either going to buy or you're going to get your ass out of the store or they're going to call a police to come remove you from the store because your ass looks suspicious walking around in circles. Let's call a spade a spade. So to be mad at this black business owner for making a policy that's only going to grow her business is beyond me. Then we have the element of disrespect for our elders. It's like our generation is just garbage. No matter if you have seen this woman on TV a thousand times, this is still somebody's mother. This is still somebody's grandmother. And y'all in this woman's store calling her mama bitches and hoes is just degrading. Take away the fact of them being celebrities. Take away the fact of them being on TV. They are your, she is your elder. If nothing else, she deserves respect. Even if you didn't agree with the policy. You know what, Rashida's mom? Thank you so much for telling us the policy. I know you don't make the rules. I'll write a letter to Rashida and, and let her know how I feel about the policy. If it was that serious. But y'all broke asses couldn't afford to be in the store to begin with. Which is why you made a fuss when she told you you had to buy something because you ain't have shit to buy or you ain't have no damn money to buy shit anyway. That's what the real tea is. That's what the real beef is. And instead of acknowledging that and saying, you know what, how about we come back when we can make a purchase and humbling yourself, you decide to put her on camera. The worst part about it is you walked in the store with your phone on record already because you knew you couldn't afford to pay for nothing in the store. So you were going to try and sneak and get footage of her regardless. Ben, what are your thoughts? Because I can go on about this all day. Uh, Well, I, I mean, I agree. Um, you know, I mean, folks uh, is always anxious to try and get some sort of, you know, pictures with so-called celebrities, whether they, you know, loving hip-hop or whatever and you know they feel like they're entitled to some degree uh you know when you're not quote-unquote a big you know celebrity they feel you know a little bit more connected you know because it's somebody they don't just walk up on, on in the street um and i think that leads to the some in some re some regards a feeling of entitlement <clears throat> and you know, it's like you were speaking about Black-owned businesses and stuff like that. Like, you know, for whatever reason, we got this mentality that you can just, you know, do anything in any old kind of way when you walk up in a Black-owned business versus going up into any of these other stores. You know, you wouldn't be acting that way if it was some, you know, celebrity appearance at a, a Macy's or something. Right. You, you wouldn't be acting like that, you know, or or... or if they had a policy that you had to go buy something, you wouldn't be in there raising all hell because you, you know, in order to take a picture. So, 
you know, like I said, for whatever reason, a lot of people carry that mentality, that sense of entitlement when it comes to, go, you know, patronizing our own businesses. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it comes to, like, celebrities, so to speak, you know, the reality TV stars and all of that, you know, it's a different level of celebrity. Um, but it doesn't, you know, give you any sort of uh, grounds to just act like you can do whatever you feel like you, you should be able to do. You I know, agree. If a person owns a business, they have the right to set, you know, whatever sort of rules to the business or, you know, within, you know, just the general laws of the land. And at the end of the day, if that's their policy, then that's their policy. There ain't no need to get all in the uproar or be tripping out about it. Like, if you want to take a picture, then you need to make a purchase. Like, what? Uh, what's this going to be like a just open photo op all day every time I come in my store to try I'm trying to sell merchandise and I got to be stopping to take pictures and doing all this stuff all day exactly long. like how is she able how would she be able to conduct business if she didn't put that rule into play it would be impossible to grow her business or conduct it because all it will be is photo ops all day and honestly if that's all y'all wanted, if it was me, I set up a photo booth, like a little, like old kissing booth days, a photo booth with a little Instagram board cut out, and y'all have to pay me $10 a pop, 20 30 I don't care. But instead of doing that, all she's saying is purchase something out of the store. I'm looking in the boutique. The boutique is beautiful. I'm looking at a nice Gucci bag in the video. You have these nice, beautiful necklaces in the background these bomb shorts that's right here on the counters the the store itself is beautiful so it's not like they couldn't find something in that store they just could not afford what was in that store which is why they decided to put up the type of fuss that they did and in the process cussed out somebody's mother degraded somebody's mother and that shit just don't fly So let's see what else we have on the agenda today because there was so much, but I think I want to go ahead and dive into this next topic. So your man invites you out to dinner or a man you're dealing with invites you out to dinner. Without his knowledge, you bring your friends. Let's say one, two, at the most three. You guys sit to the dinner table Hey, babe, this is Kim. This is Tracy. This is Monica. They joining us for dinner. Your man, he ain't making no fuss about it. He says, cool. Everybody decides to order. Your homegirls ordering whatever they want because they know it's on his dime because you done hyped it up like that before y'all got there, right? You're ordering whatever because you know they got you, right? Okay, bill comes and he only pays for his meal. Is he wrong? Ben, it's on you. Uh, I mean, no, I, I personally don't feel like he's wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, if I speak to you individually and arrange some sort of date, you know, or what have you, I, I you know, given the, the way it was explained, I'm assuming that it's a, you're in the dating process. Like, this is not your significant other, so to Correct. speak. You're not necessarily at that level. Yes. So, you know, if you're just organizing an actual just date, trying to get to know somebody on an individual level 
and you speak to, you know, oh, let's go out, let's, you know, go have dinner somewhere, whatever, meet up for drinks, whatever the circumstance is, I, the understanding is that I'm, you know, meeting you. You know, if I ask, you know, hey, you want to go out, me and my homies is coming out, you want to invite you and your girlfriends, that's a different thing. But if I'm asking you to go out and then you show up with all of these other people, then, you know, like, why am I responsible for these other grown-ass people? Like, at the end, I don't quite understand the logic and all of that. But, you know, I, I certainly know that that happens at times because, you know, some folks won't call it, you know, it's a test and all this other stuff, uh, you know, whatever. I mean... Okay, so here's the reality. Uh, this is the dude she had saved in her phone under free mail. Let's start there. Because you're not trying a man you love like this, right? So this is a dude that she used to tricking off on her. So she tried to take advantage and ended up on the disadvantage because she had to pay for her and her homegirl's meals. I'm not saying it's right, but I do know women who play this type of game, right? And it's becoming more and more common where women feel they can use their beauty or whatever, whatever to take advantage. And that's exactly what this was. This wasn't, oh, she just had a slip of the mind and she wanted to bring her friends out so it could be a good time. This is the dude that she already told her homegirls trick off on her. Let's just be real about it. I mean, I, I guess I guess that's a circumstance in some cases. I mean, I, I'm just trying to understand, like, if you if you dating somebody, like if if I, we went out one once or twice. And I paid for the, the the meal or wherever we was at. If I paid for it on a few occasions, we happened to meet up. Why does that give you the impression that I'm just going to be tricking off on you for like on some splurge type of situation? Like I don't, I, you know, I don't understand that lot. The train of thought. I understand it, you know, either, but it is common. And well, I, I think it's common because there's guys out here who actually do play themselves and, and be out there like that. So, you know, like I said, there, there are guys who talk with their money as opposed to talking with their mouths or who they are as individuals. And they feel like, you know, that's what's going to get them, you know, whatever agenda they have set, they're going to go out and spend the money. And that's what's going to get them in a certain place. And I do, I know uh, plenty of dudes who will go out if they were caught up in this situation, they would have been paying that whole bill. And, you know, like you said, ultimately would have got played for the sucker dude, you know, amongst the group of girlfriends. That's the sucker dude who, you know, they can go out to the club with and, and splurge out on. And he, you know, at the end of the day, he, he just supposed to be satisfied with chilling and, and, and cutting check. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's his, that's his end game. So it's dudes out here like that, you know what I'm saying? Who actually, you know, contribute to the mindset of, that that's acceptable behavior or acceptable, you know, logic from a woman's perspective. Right. Well, we have one but, more topic you know, like, we got to get to because we're pretty much at the 30 minute mark. So let's okay. go ahead and jump into the last topic for tonight. So there's a young woman who's currently grieving. Okay. Um, as of eight days ago, she lost her fiance. Her fiance proposed to her with their mother's, their late mother's ring. Now, the fiance is not an only child. He has brothers. 
And because the brother is now dead, his siblings, his other brothers, want the ring back from the grieving fiance. It's a family heirloom. They want to keep it in the family. She's struggling with it because as she's grieving, this ring is the only thing she feels in her spirit she has left of this man. So this is a very, very tough situation. So Ben, I'm going to let you take this one first. Should she give the ring back? Uh, yeah, that's a tough, um, tough situation. Is right. Um, um, I guess I could see it both ways. I mean, I could see how if it was a, a you know a sentimental thing for the, the family, the brothers to get the ring back to try and keep it within the family. Not to say that, you know, she isn't family if her the brother was intended on being married, but um, you know, if it's an heirloom situation that's gonna get passed down, I would say if if they had children of some sort, I would say that it would be, you know, in, in her rights to keep it. Um if they don't or didn't have children, you know, as, as tough a situation as it might be, you know, I think I think it would probably be best to uh, give it back. But I, I you know, this is it's a, it, I can't fault anybody either way. You know what you I'm saying? Can't like fault it, it's anybody no... either way. But here's my thing. Okay, the the brother proposed to her. So that means regardless, if he was still living, this woman would have kept the ring, right? So what happens if they ended up getting married and they were married for 30 years and then the brother died? Can you go back and ask the wife for the ring? You know what I mean? Like, right. my thing is his sole purpose and intention was for her to have that ring as a symbol of his love so she's not wrong in wanting to hold on to that and especially she's grieving right now that's all she has and it's real fucked up and selfish of the brothers to ask her to give that rain back and the man ain't even been in the ground eight days that's some cold-blooded shit give the woman time to grieve and if it means that much to y'all revisit this at a later date when she's a little bit out of her emotional state she may not ever get out of it because the grieving process is different from everybody but eight days shit sometimes yeah. it takes a check longer to clear i mean give her time to grieve give her space to process what has happened and i get it the brothers are grieving too they're like damn we done lost our brother we don't lost our mother and we want to hold on to any little thing we have a both of them too. But it's, it's, I think it's just really unfair at this moment, at this moment, at this time to ask for that ring back. I think they can revisit it later or, or they can say, you know what? My brother really loved you. So it's important for, you to know what that ring means to our family, you know? So 
maybe once she moved on, maybe once she healed and she found another man, who knows? Maybe she would have circled back and gave them the rain back anyway. Hey, I met somebody. I'm about to get married. This rain belongs in your family. There's no purpose for me to hold on to it when one of you can get married and give it to the woman you love as I'm about to marry into another family. Because that that will be the noble thing for her to do, not hold on to that ring if she knows she's moving on with somebody else. But this is all far dated out stuff. It's only been eight days. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, you know, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation. I can't really fault anybody for how they feel. And no, the most, you absolutely know, not. And, um, you know, like I said, I... I can see it playing out either way. You know, either way, somebody isn't probably going to like the end result. But, you know, I don't think there's any, like, grounds for her to have to do, make a decision. You know, like I said, I think she should be able to make the decision when she's ready to make the decision. I agree. Uh, And, you know, that's pretty much it. It really ain't, you know, no other way to... Well, we have reached our time, you guys. We've reached our 30 minutes. I hope you enjoyed this topic Tuesday with my handsome, fine-ass co-host, Ben. And we will talk again next Tuesday. Like I say, keep sending the topics as crazy as it is. We realize this is going on somewhere in the world. And we want you all to have a wonderful night. Good evening, everybody. Thanks for having me again. Love you. Beautiful. Love you, too.